As you have seen every weekend, State Farm and football are the perfect match. That is another reason that agent Phil Davidson has chosen to sponsor your Mount Vernon Mountaineers post-game recap podcast all season. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's going on, everybody? And welcome in to this week's edition of the Mount Vernon High School post-game recap podcast. This podcast is presented by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Please see Phil Davidson for all your State Farm insurance needs and questions. Last night, the Mount Vernon Mountaineers lost in heartbreaking fashion to the Hollister Tigers by a final score of 20-13. to I am now joined by head coach Tom Cox. Coach, how are you this morning? And welcome on the podcast. Doing well, Mark. Thank you. You guys are now one game away from finishing your regular season in the middle of a COVID pandemic. What does it say about your players, coaches, and entire program that they were able to stay safe and be able to play each and every Friday night? Well, so far, I mean, part of it, I think, with anybody is being lucky. But we've also, I think, done a good job of emphasizing safety and social distancing and wearing our masks and, you know, just trying to be smart about uh, good hygiene, hand washing, and just, the, you know, the whole gamut of stuff. But, you know, it could happen to anybody. We had five guys quarantined last night for the game. Um, you know, some other teams have fewer and some other teams have more. And I noticed there were quite a few games that didn't even get played last night. So we feel fortunate, but we also feel like we work at it pretty hard. And how proud are you of your players mentally, dealing with academics, dealing with stuff that could be going off the field, and then being able to come and focus each and every Friday night. How about their mental attitude? How has that been? Yeah, it's been good. I mean, even in the midst of a four-game losing streak, I think they're still staying positive. They know, Mark, if you look at the, this season, we've really only been beaten uh, badly one time, and that was to Lamar. Everything else, the other four losses, have all been a one-score Games And so we're just a few plays away from really being seven and one. And so we're trying to just make sure that they stay positive, that they stay enthusiastic, which I think they're all very disappointed any time you lose. But I think they're, they're trying to see the big picture. We're sitting at third place in the district right now. If we beat Marshfield, we will – jump Aurora and move into the second spot in the district because of the way Missouri runs our playoffs. And then we, because we beat Aurora earlier in the season and that would give us a first round bye. And that's something that we are working very hard today and this week to make sure that we take care of business against Marshfield, get that second seed and then get that bye in week 10. Last night, you guys took the lead with a little over two minutes remaining, and then they went down the field right away and scored, which pretty much ended the game. What did you see from the sidelines as the coach on that last drive, and what happened with your defense there? Well, one thing I think, uh, they were throwing the ball, and they throw it well. Um, we were not able to get as much pressure on the quarterback as we wanted to, and that makes it tough back there in the secondary to – you know, cover guys that long. 
and they found a, a hole in the in the zone, made a good pass. We had a great hit on the receiver as the ball got there. He was able to come down with it. That put him in really scoring position. And then uh, they were able to, on the scramble, uh, quarterback found a guy at the back of the end zone. And, again, we were right there. But a uh, great hit, knocked him out of the back of the end zone. But he got both feet down. And so the they scored with, you know, 48 seconds or whatever to play in the ball game to take the lead for good. Like we've talked about throughout the season and on these podcasts, the offensive line and defensive line play is so key. On that last drive, you mentioned that the defensive line is struggling to get the pressure to the quarterback. Is that just something where fatigue sets in? Is it something that they need to work more on their endurance and stamina? What do you think the issue was there on that last drive? Well, I don't think that stamina wasn't an issue there. Uh, the quarterback is a big, strong kid, moves well. We had uh, pressure. He was able to avoid some of it, step up inside. And when the quarterback is on the move, then it makes it tough to, on these uh, linebackers especially, whether they come up or stay back in coverage. And so I think guys that uh, also, you know, as a lot of teams do, they had a size advantage on us. And so they did a good job of protecting their late. We just, um, I think, weren't able to get a grasp on him and, and get him down. We did a good job of that several times throughout the ball game. But in that last drive, they were able to complete a couple of key passes, two of them uh, for fairly long uh, distances. You mentioned that you believe and your team believes that you could be a few plays away from being 7-1 and one instead of at what your current record is. What would you say to people who say you now have lost four in a row as we're coming down the stretch of the season and that Mount Vernon is really not performing well in crunch time? What would you say to that? Well, I'd say they, they really don't um, understand, you know, exactly what's going on inside the program, inside the actual game there playing a lot of young guys right now. We've got some guys banged up. Our starting center and starting defensive tackle, Dominic Dawson, was out last night. We've got uh, some guys that are playing hurt. Um, and so I think we're playing we, – we played a freshman on the offensive line last night, and we played a sophomore up there. And so guys that, you know, are having to step in in, in situations that uh, it's a lot different playing on Monday night than it is playing on Friday night. But, again, we're just a play here or there away. We had an opportunity at the end of the ball game. Guys did a great job moving the ball down the field to give ourselves a chance to win the game at the end. And with 10 seconds to play, we had a ball into the end zone that uh, got broken up, got tipped up, and Hollister came down with it in, with two seconds to play. But, Guys did a great job just battling all night. They came back in the second half, played really well. I think we did uh, some good things offensively. We're still not as consistent as we need to be, especially in the run game. But, again, you get a size disadvantage there and got to be a little bit creative. We did some great things. But consistency is the key, especially when you're playing uh, younger guys. So a lot of football left, I think, for us. we got – Marshfield this Friday, and again, as I said earlier, if we win that game, we'll secure the number two seed in the district, and that, that means a bye, and that means a lot 
to us to give us another week to kind of get healthy and to get some guys back from quarantine. Your quarterback, Mason Bailey, in that fourth quarter had a passing touchdown to Carter Bartles-Meyer, as well as a QB sneak, which was a rushing touchdown, to give, the, give you guys the lead with a little over two minutes remaining. Describe his play, especially in that fourth quarter. He really performed well. Yeah, he's a clutch player. I mean, he he's uh, so seasoned in terms of on the basketball court and uh, out here on the football field as well. He just he made a couple of incredible plays where he had unbelievable pressure and still able to get the ball away and make an accurate pass. We are really happy with uh, Mason. He ran the ball well. Also, he had 51 yards rushing last night. He ended up with 221 yards passing. He he was 21 for 34 in the game. So good job by Mason and uh, just a good leader, good competitor. I don't think there's a better competitor out there than number 12, Mason Bailey. What does it do for your program when you have a quarterback that's such a competitor, someone that always gives it 100% all the time? What does that do as it trickles down to the offensive, defense, the coaching staff, and everyone else when your leader is just competing at an all-time level? Well, I think he, he picks uh, he picks everybody up, uh, the energy he brings and just the competitiveness that he brings. He'll get on those guys out there if he feels like that they are letting up a little bit, and he's – he can encourage them, but uh, he can he can bite them a little bit too. So I think it's been good, and I think as we get to the end of the season here, it's going to be even more important. I think uh, today we explained our situation to the team. I think everybody understands that. I think they all understand that we're just a couple of plays away from being 7-1, and one. and that uh, could be a lot of football left. But it's not just going to happen. We're going to have to make it happen. And so they are working hard still in the weight room on their uh, conditioning and their flexibility and just and their techniques and, and their mental aspect of the game. So I expect this to come out and play well. We played with a lot of enthusiasm, especially in the second half. We came out and uh, just really, I think, set the tone for the whole second half. Unfortunately, you know, we came up um, one play short again. So we're getting there. Next week, like you mentioned, you travel to Marshfield. And throughout the podcast, we, we've said that a win next week and you're the number two seed and you get a buy in the conference, making this game gigantic as the last regular season game of the year. So what's the key going to be in practice to make sure the guys are ready? And what do you, what's an early scouting report on Marshfield? Well, Marshfield is big. Uh, probably the biggest team that we played. They are more of a power run game than uh, a lot of the teams. But Hollister had a powerful run game last night as well. And we were able to do a good job of shutting down their uh, isolation play, which has been their favorite play and most successful play all year. So we'll have to do the same thing. Guys will have to adjust their pad levels, get it down. Uh, they have a running back. Uh, Cannon Gator, number 44, that is one of the top players, I think, in southwest Missouri in terms of just power. Uh, he rushed for 303 yards and six touchdowns in one of the games earlier this year. So you know he can um, he can get after it, and he's just a, a bruiser. So pad level will be important. Um, 
team tackling will be important with them. And then we got to just continue to get better on offense, and I think we made good strides with that. But our keys are still can't turn it over. We had a mm-hmm. couple of red zone uh, fumble, or one red zone fumble where we were down inside the five uh, going in and uh, coughed it up. And then we also threw an interception in the end zone, which was a fourth down play, and we were trying to make make a play happen there. So other than that, you know, those are the only turnovers we had this week. So we really stressed that this week, and uh, we stressed explosive plays. We had four. But unfortunately, Hollister had, uh, you know, a couple of long ones. They had a, a long – a run for a touchdown that uh, really, really hurt. And then they had a couple of long passes that put them in position to, to score 20 points. Coach, as always, thank you for joining me on the podcast. Good luck this week in practice and next week's game. And I'll talk to you next Saturday. All right, Mark. Thank you. Have a good week yourself. For Coach Cox, I'm Mark Feldman saying so long and have a good day. Life is full of challenges, and State Farm has been and will continue to be there for you when you need us. When you need insurance, think of agent Phil Davidson, a proud sponsor of your Mount Vernon Mountaineers post-game recap podcast.